0: Welcome to We Are History, where you join me, Angela Barnes.
1: And me, John O'Farrell.
0: Now, this week, um, I want it known that this was very much John O'Farrell's choice of topic this week. It's an interesting choice of topic, and it's one that I'm looking forward to, to talking about, John. But you did just text me and say, can we please talk about lesbian pirates?
1: Look, I think this is a very important historical subject. It's not at all a cheap attempt to get hits to get attention this is these are you know you know when you the thing about the discipline of history is to stick to verifiable facts even if it's not as interesting even if the narrative doesn't appeal as much <laughs> as a complicated unexciting reality the historical truth is what we stick to so we don't try and make things more glamorous or titillating just to get more attention for ourselves
0: so anyway this week we're doing lesbian pirates <laughs> um, are, because never mind are. the fact john that there is zero substantial evidence that these two women we're going to be talking about were gay lovers no evidence uh, at all well, we could have just called it Women Pirates, John, couldn't we?
1: How many hitless is that going to be? Let's face it, Angela. That's going to be fewer downloads, if we're honest. So, you know, but Lesbian Pirates, that breaks the internet. Lesbian Pirates is.
0: <laughs> you know what they say, when the legend becomes fact, podcast the legend. That's what we're doing that's here
1: today. That's what, what we're
0: <laughs> doing here today. So, so anybody who tuned in to hear about... The lesbian lives of these pirates might be a bit disappointed because there is no evidence. <laughs> Some the pirates we're talking about—it's hinted at in the Book of the Time,
1: and you know, mm. well, written
0: look. by a man, John. Well, so, look, we'll come on saying. to we'll
1: come on to the the merits of how <laughs> they were uh, portrayed in history, but that's because we're so interested in these issues. <laughs> yes. John's done underneath... a lot
0: of reading this week, Aren't more you... than he's ever done before on lesbian. Tell you pirates. You, what, you don't want
1: to see my search history, lesbian pirates. <laughs> <laughs> So who are we talking about? We're talking about Anne Bonny and Mary Reid, who sailed the seven seas or probably only one or two of them in the early 18th century. Um, Mm. And these two were in the news again recently, actually, because there was a statue uh, to them that was proposed for the beauty spot of uh, Berg Island in Devon. And Ah. the the local parish council didn't want lesbian pirates. Oh,
0: God, you've got to love a parish council. I imagine it was very heated parish council. Read the standing orders. (laughs) You do not have the authority to give us lesbian pirates. (laughs) From now on, I shall be known as Britney Spears. Thank you. (laughs) I love it. I love it. Who knew parish council meetings? I know. If there's anyone listening who doesn't know what we're talking about, Google Hamforth parish council meeting. Stop this podcast. Watch that video and then thank us. (laughs) Because it's beautiful. So, anyway.
1: this this is South Devon, the South Hams. Lovely picture of the country. Uh, mm-hmm. But there were 13 objections about the proposed statue of the lesbian pirates. Three messages of support. Councillor Cathy Case said the statue would have had more support if it had been linked to the former pilchard industry in the area.
0: Yeah, because <laughs> that, that sparks the media's interest way more than a lesbian pirate would, Absolutely. doesn't it? The oh, my God. Pilchards so the-
1: Memorial. <laughs> Tri- tribute to pilchard industry children we're on our way <laughs>
0: <laughs> no i saw a picture actually of the the proposed statue yeah and it's not i mean i don't know if all the objections objections were just because it was a lesbian pirate it was a little bit even though it's a woman that made it it was a little bit sort of curvy thin ladies loving each other wasn't it it was looking a out bit to sea it was a bit, yeah. It, it didn't well, scream piracy to me, to did, be honest. Or, or
1: lesbians, let's be honest. Or lesbians
0: for that matter, yeah. <laughs> you're saying there wasn't enough
1: girl-on-girl action is what you're saying. That's what I'm saying, <laughs>
0: yeah. So if they'd like to well, to put in... together another proposal and yeah. uh, I'll see what I think of Maybe that. Maybe that's
1: why they objected. Um, it was actually on display <laughs> in the in Docklands, I think. So it has actually been on public display. Oh, it, it was, has been, yeah. Yeah, London, it's like, oh, whatever, lesbian pirates. But when you go down to Devon, it's like, oh, swoon, clutch pearls. <laughs> past the smelling salts. <laughs> so anyway... So, and Bonnie and Mary Reed, very little known about their early life, mm-hmm. except to say that they were both separately born, obviously separately, but I mean, they, they didn't know each other until adults, but they were both born out of wedlock.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Not a good move back then. Rookie era.
0: No. And when I'm are honest. we talking? We're talking mid-17th oh, sorry, yeah, century. Oh, late the, 17th century.
1: So about 1700. I think um, mm. 1684. 1689 and 1700, I think they were born, roughly about then. Right. The golden age of piracy, eh, Angela.
0: So, right, slap bang in the middle of the buccaneering age, right? Oh,
1: exactly. absolutely, absolutely. No, so not only were they both born out of wedlock, they were both disguised as boys during their childhood. which uh, is By their mothers? Yeah. Uh, mm. Which would stand them in good stead later when they pretended to be male pirates, of course. Yes. Um, and I think women pretending to be male pirates was a bit of a thing because if, you know, you yeah. wanted to sail the seas, you couldn't be a man. There's a, um, In that Ardman film, the pirates, as a woman, isn't there, disguised as a male pirate? I don't I've know never if you've seen ever seen it. it. They keep saying, "Good point, strangely curvaceous pirate." That's like, um, <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, we're talking about a time when, um, you know, when well, women...
0: Shakespeare was full of women dressing up as boys to get on ships, wasn't it? Yeah, because disguising yourself as a man wasn't such a rare idea because women had no agency at all, did they? If you wanted to do anything, you had to be a man.
1: Yeah, it was one possible drastic route for an ambitious woman: mm. pretend to be a man. Um, and uh, yeah, as you say, Shakespeare's full of it. We wrote our um, a musical that I'm always going on about. It was set in Shakespeare's London, and we thought it's so hard to give the women good parts, and so because yeah. uh, uh, they've got no agency, they've got nothing to, they can do really. But one of them wanted a wanted a, a job. And so she kept disguising herself as a, you know, different three. She got three different jobs. So she got to play three different characters. It was like, <laughs> oh, when we had that idea, we so solved that problem, make that actress's part interesting. Uh, yeah. Because back then, it's whenever you do a historical drama, it's really hard to make the women's parts, you know, give them stuff to do because they're always like yeah, oh, behind the scenes. They were just
0: sat doing embroidery behind the scenes somewhere or, or raising a million children.
1: Which is why I'm sure soon we'll see the musical of Anne Bonnie and uh, Mary Oh my God. Reed.
0: And you're going to write. I'm it, going aren't to write that lesbian. I've seen you <laughs> tweeting about this mysterious new musical that you're currently writing. I think now we know.
1: <laughs> Anne Bonnie and Mary Read. Um, <laughs> so Anne Bonnie was born Anne Cormac in Ireland. She was an Irish pirate. Uh, ah. She was from. Uh, I nearly sail. did a really
0: offensive accent then. For I don't know, I don't know what an Irish pirate would sound like. But anyway, carry on. And pirates always <laughs> say,
1: Pirates always have Devon accents. That's the, that's yeah, the cliche, yeah. Isn't, it? Well, that,
0: isn't that from a certain actor in a film? Yeah, who... it's from
1: um, uh, Treasure Island, is not it? Who's the bloke who played it? Somebody I will can't
0: know. remember. Spike um, can Google yeah. it. and that's why all accent, all pirates now have a yeah. Devonshire accent because that like, one actor. Jim lad. Arr, Arr. I'm a Jim lad. Arr.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, she didn't talk like that. She was she went, no. Oh a gym lad. She had a cork accent. I can't try and do a cork accent. I think she was I'm not um, try. I think she was not like servant class, I think she was um mm. a middle class. Uh, but it said in the book of pirates from which all this comes that she was a tomboy.
0: Yeah. Oh code. what could that possibly mean,
1: John? Code for lesbian. She had short <laughs> hair. <laughs> Co- oh well, more, there we go. More code. She loved well, K- you. Need? She loves K D Lang and probably played in a woman's <laughs> soccer team.
0: Oh no, barrel. My <laughs>
1: wife—I must tell you—Jackie, my wife, and uh, Jenny Landreth who you know—they were yeah. with my other some other uh, friends of ours all sitting around in Batsy Art Center reception. They have all got short hair. They are all sitting around, and somebody just went up yeah. to them and went, "Oh hi, are you the South London Lesbian Collective?" <laughs> <It's>
0: like, <laughs> no, we just
1: look no, like it. <laughs> we just all got short hair and women of a certain age. Honestly, anyway, I keep keep reminding her of that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so. She was an illegitimate child, right? Anne. Yes, of a, of a wealthy lawyer, uh, but mm. a result of an affair with a servant woman. Uh, I mean, you say
0: affair. You
1: know. <laughs> Who knows? Well, actually, you I don't mean, an yeah. Idea. No, you don't. She was a redhead.
0: Oh, we know so, what that means, don't we, John?
1: Feisty. Fiery.
0: Fiery, feisty, boudica me. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <got it. laughs> exactly. One
1: historian wrote Anne grew up into a strapping, boisterous girl of a fierce and courageous temper, which more than once led her into scrapes when she slew her English servant maid with a case knife. But apart from such occasional outbursts of temper, she was a good and dutiful daughter. Sorry,
0: I don't know, John. Maybe it's my upbringing, but slew uh, uh, to, to slay her servant maid with a knife feels a little bit more than a scrape.
1: <laughs> well, yeah, apart from stabbing the servant dead with a knife yeah, when she was thirty.
0: Jolly japes. We've all done it, John. We've all yeah. stabbed we, a servant to death yeah. in our childhood.
1: Absolutely. No. Um,
0: <laughs> Jeez.
1: And then there's another story that when a, a man hit on her, she, uh, he was hospitalised for a month when she beat him with a chair. But well, that's fair know, enough. That is fair enough. If they're two pushy men. You know, that, yeah. you've, got, you've got what's coming to you. And there's another story that once with her um, fencing master, she undressed him with her sword button by button. I mean, that sounds difficult. This, this is all definitely true, Angela. It's oh, all oh, definitely a, true. This is all... In none that of book this is...
0: written by Daniel Defoe or not, Daniel Defoe. In the book I read, Anne's mother yeah. was the servant girl. Yes. And her father was the lawyer. Yes. And he would sneak into the servant girl's room at night. Yeah, anyway, the yeah. servant girl had this boyfriend who was a tanner. Oh, right. And he had stolen some spoons Right. From the house. So she threatened to grass him up. Right. So he put the spoons in her bed, in wow. the maid's bed. Okay. But the maid never found them, which made him realise that she hadn't slept in her bed. Ah. So he told the lady of the house what had happened. Yep. The lawyer's wife. So she, in some convoluted way, arranged that she would sleep in the maid's bed that night, arranged with the maid, which she did. Yes. And sure enough, the lawyer came and slept with her. Thinking? Thinking it was the maid. I mean, at what point would you go, hang on a minute? This feel, this, <laughs> feels this different. young, lithe maid feels awfully like my slightly older wife. How yes. bizarre. I don't buy any of this, by the way. But anyway, so she just lay there.
1: Well, he played the vigorous lover, it said in the book I read.
0: And that's the exact quote. So that must be a quote from the yeah. the pirate book because that was yeah, yeah. a quote that was in in the book I read as well. Yeah,
1: she bore it like a Christian. She bore it, was... it like
0: a Christian. Exactly <laughs> no, what it's knowing in. It, knowing it was not meant, wasn't for, meant her. for her. Um, yeah. And then anyway, so then fired the maid for the she she Soul said, and spoons. The stolen spoons stolen spoons. Yeah, yeah. The reason so, she gave, but really it, it, it's because she'd been shagging her husband.
1: But what did he do? He moved away to the Americas. He moved to the Carolinas, taking the servant mistress with him, mm. uh, but not his wife had Anne disguised as a boy and called her Andy. That was probably to cover up the illegitimacy, I think.
0: Well, it's his wife knew that there was a child, but she yeah. was willing to give an allowance for a boy child, but not a girl child. Okay. Because all the wealth was with the wife's family, not okay. with the lawyer. So she, he disguised Anne as a, yes.
1: as a boy so, child. But then when Anne grew up and married a poor sailor, her disapproving father disowned her. And uh, Anne is supposed to have set fire to her father's plantation for revenge, as you do.
0: She was a fiery redhead. She was a fiery (laughs) redhead. So that
1: that would have been Mr. Bonnie. That's where she became Anne Bonnie because she married that poor sailor. James Bonnie, wasn't he? That's right, James Bonnie. Because he'd had his eye on her father's fortune and Dad was like, you're not having my plantation. Um, Mm. Apparently he was already a bit of a low-level pirate. Um, He was like, you know, trying it out. Just experiment with low-level piracy, Angela. I
0: think they originally, they went, I think, to the... Bahamas, wasn't it? You go to Nassau.
1: I think. In the Bahamas. I think this is when they ran off to the back Nassau. I think. Oh right, where, okay. This is when the two of them ran off. It was a big pirate hideout, Nassau. But her husband's job, uh, Jack Bonney, was uh, informing on pirates. He was like yeah, working that's for the government. It was like yeah. a pri- privateer. And Anne thought, "Oh, pirate! That sounds like an interesting job. You know, <laughs> <laughs> travel, meet people."
0: And I like killing.
1: You We've established throat. that. Got my knife. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. I'm good at that. I can burn things and kill things. Absolutely. I'm Sounds a, mate, like I've the got, job for me. I've got a
1: natural, natural uh, affinity for all that stuff. So <laughs> it was then that she met John Calico Jack Rackham. Oh. And they stole a ship and put out to sea. And she disguised herself as a man on the ship. And the rest of the crew didn't know she was wo- a woman. Uh, although Calico Jack did. And the only other person mm. on the boat who knew uh, was another secret woman on board, Mary dun, dun, Reed. Dun. So now our scene is set. We've got. Anne is dressed as a man on the boat. Mary Reed is dressed as a man on the boat and they're off mm. pirating. We're going to jump back and go Mary Reed's background here. Mary
0: Reed, also born out of wedlock. Um, yeah. This time her mother had an affair with a sea captain and her mother had already got a, a legitimate son from her marriage. Yes. And the son had died. So she disguised young Mary as the boy um yes. because then it legitimized her because that yeah. was in wedlock, the boy yes. was born, to hide the shame of a bastard daughter. Yeah. Um and that way she could get maintenance money from the boy's grandmother. Absolutely. She was getting an allowance. Um so she called Mary Mark. Yep. See what she did there? Changed yeah, it's the last clever. letter.
1: That's easy to do. And yeah. they all screw, up the writing handwriting back then, you could never make out what it said Yeah, anyway. exactly.
0: Mark Mary Pfft.
1: <laughs> so Mary Reed was brought up as Mark Reed. Got a bit out of hand mm. uh, when he got a job on a ship uh, mm. during the war against France,
0: and that was the main difference wasn't it, between between Mary and Anne. Like Anne was dressed as a boy for a little bit, but through her, up until she met Jack Calico and everything, she was presenting as a she was a woman, and she was only on yes. the pirate ship. Was she dressing as a man? Yeah. Whereas Mary, stroke Mark Reed, essentially was presenting as a man throughout.
1: Yes. Was. And in the and in the uh, in the navy or army mm. or whatever it was in the war with France, she fell in love with a Flemish soldier, which who, is awkward
0: uh, when you're dressed as a bloke. And uh, at that time, probably a bit awkward.
1: Apparently, she revealed this uh, the fact that she was a woman to him in their tent. How how, how do you reveal that you are a woman? Well, John, <laughs> I don't, I don't, I'm, <laughs> which well. is like oh, oh, <laughs> oh I just going to change out of these ah oh, these these things there. I need to- <laughs> <laughs> this bra killing <laughs> this me. What? <Whoops. laughs> Maybe there was a load of stuff to take upstairs and she picked it up and carried it. Yeah. She didn't walk straight past all the things to go upstairs, or she got the bits out of the <laughs> sink. That's the other thing. Hang on, who's got the bits of sweet corn out of the bottom? You're a woman. But <laughs> oh, <John. laughs> well, she was in love with him somehow. Mm-hmm. Maybe he was like, I'm lonely, I mean, I'm away quite from home.
0: Amenable, yeah, because you'd think at first he would have been, you know, shocked, probably, yep. that this boy he's been you know. Sharing a tent with is not a boy at all. But actually, when you've been away at war for like, quite some time, probably quite nice to find out no. the boy you're sharing a tent with is in fact a lady win, who win. wants to do it
1: with you. Win win. Yeah. So anyway, they got married. Uh, it said she found a way to let her discover her sex. So that's uh, that's what the book says, which is um, mm. euphemism for slip to nip, I think. Or yeah. Slip uh, to nip. Uh, <laughs> um, so they set up a pub in the Netherlands after the war. And then he died. So she goes, what do I do now? I know. Mm. Sail to the West Indies.
0: Well, that's, who doesn't think that? when.
1: (laughs) Yeah, well, I think she wasn't thinking I'll be a pirate, but then her ship was captured by pirates and she was sort of forced to join them. Mm. When she got to Nassau, she accepted the king's pardon, said I won't be a pirate, I'll be a privateer, which is the people who sail around catching pirates. But Mm. then the crew mutinied and became pirates themselves. There seems to be a flaw in the system here.
0: Right, yes. (laughs) Yes. Yes, hang on, we've got these privateers whose job it is to inform on pirates. Johnson, this was your
1: department. I
0: suppose it's a bit like when a copper goes bad, right? You're like, hang on a minute, I'm working really hard to catch criminals and they're loaded and getting away with it, so maybe I'm better off doing that. And
1: and they've got the better image.
0: (laughs) Yeah, exactly, and they're sexier.
1: Yeah, and no one's one's doing Disney films about the privateers. No, right. So they became pirates themselves and um, she met up with Calico Jack. You know, the, the one with the red trousers, the famous the one who's pirate, married, or not married to, but... Oh, did they get married? Yeah. Yeah, well, no. they, they had got married. Yes, they did. Calico, they Jack, and Anne Bonny yeah. got married uh, yeah. because, obviously, this is his lesbian pirates. It was, it was, it was, gender was fluid and, you know, yeah. sexuality was fluid. The two <laughs> you, women you then on this boat went, I'll tell you what there's a gap in the market for, Angela. Lesbian yeah. pirates.
0: Lesbian pirates. What, you never
1: hear about that, do you? They were sailing the Caribbean, <laughs> plundering ships. Maybe that's way we should take a break. Yes. And find out what adventures they got up to. Yeah. So we'll stop there for five minutes while I take this eye patch off and the stuffed power off my shoulder. And we shall resume. I'll See come back with
0: pieces of eight. Hello and welcome back to We Are History. Um, our, thank you, John. We are doing our, uh, remember this is John's choice of title, Lesbian Pirates episode. Piracy had its sexy period, didn't it? In yeah. the golden age of piracy. Absolutely. Uh, in the 17th, 18th century. But um, I just want, it reminded me of do you remember back in 2013? There was oh a branch of the Women's Institutes in North Devon. Oh, God, I remember this. And they'd invited an author to come and talk to their meeting about pirates, right? Right. So they thought, wouldn't it be fun to dress up for the occasion? And they're all wearing their. Comedy eye patches and pirate hats, and got parrots on their shoulders, and all of it. And when the author arrived, it turned out he was talking about his experiences of being captured by Somali pirates off the Horn of Africa. <laughs> oh, <laughs> and they had to sit there dressed as Captain Jack Sparrow. Oh, this poor oh, guy. God.
1: Oh, that's so British, isn't it? Oh, oh it be, my We God, thought it would it's... be good fun to dress up.
0: But that's so British, isn't, yeah, isn't they it? They didn't go. Oh, Oh. we've done something. Please don't. Oh, God. They just sat there quietly in their pirate (laughs) costumes and listened to this poor, poor man. Oh,
1: that's hilarious. Anyway. Anyway. We're talking about Anne, Bonnie and Mary Read, who were real women pirates back in the early 1700s. Now, we know about these two characters because of a book that came out in 1724. And I think our popular image of pirates comes from this book. It's Captain Johnson's A General History of the Robberies and Murders of the Most Notorious Pirates. Spelt with a Y. In fact, there was no Captain Charles Johnson. Uh, It was published uh, under a pseudonym and Mm -hmm. commonly thought to be Daniel Defoe.
0: He of Robinson Crusoe. Yes. Um, And the story of Robinson Crusoe was based on a pirate. Was it? Yeah, I
1: think so. And he was a spy as well, uh, Daniel Defoe. Mm. He spied uh, on the uh, Scots during the Union, I think. So uh, he was used Mm. to a bit of subterfuge try and say that with my teeth in he was used to a bit of subterfuge um no proof that daniel defoe wrote this book but we do know he went to the trials of one or two pirates and he read lots of reports on them so i don't know why he was
0: quite a researcher wasn't he daniel yeah defoe? yeah so it's not it's quite
1: likely yeah. that it was him but the book I was a huge it. hit I and mean, all the stuff we have about you know one-legged pirates and hooks for hands and stripy shirts and black beard and captain Kidd. It was sexed up, if I'm honest. It was a sexed yeah. up account. Well, the of, second
0: sorry. edition got even racier, didn't it? They started, well, like, yeah. suddenly the pictures of Mary and Anne in the book, the illustrations, suddenly they've got their bosoms peeking out of their jackets. <laughs> you page can see page three, on.
1: pirate lovelies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, this is where the sort of story of the lesbian pirates comes from. So he alluded to them being lovers, sort of rather in a, you know, in a gentle way early Stuart way or Georgian I suppose we are by then way Mm. but yeah this is where we get our template for the popular image of pirates with the gimmicks there's no other
0: sort of violent criminals that are held in quite the same affection no you wouldn't send your child to a party the muggers and rapists party (laughs) no no oh I (laughs) do love reading about the
1: adventure of the armed robber (laughs)
0: you know Uh, it's pirates and highwaymen I suppose which are pirates but on land they sort of dress similar don't they
1: yeah I suppose it's the olden days and the costumes were fancy yeah. yeah. But maybe in the future yeah. there will be Disney films about kids on scooters nicking mobile phones. <laughs> it would be a romantic story
0: <laughs> yeah. about oh. muggers. Oh, they the... were
1: outside the law when they punch you in the face and nick your phone and go off on those. So um, Anne <Aunt> Bonny <laughs> and Mary Reed were sailing the Caribbean with Calico Jack, raiding ships and stealing their cargo, drinking rum and generally breaking their ass Yes. <laughs> Uh, you know, it's you didn't mess with these women. Uh, they were they mm. were tough because they had to prove uh, they were they were tough.
0: Well, it's like in any any uh, industry where women are sort of competing against mostly men, you yep. have to be tougher than the men, right? In order to yeah, yeah. you
1: have got to be twice of, as much. Yeah, yeah. You in order to be taken seriously and yeah, exactly um, right. So if Anne Bonny was like, "I was a sailor blocking my way when I'm trying to disembark," so she shot his ear off. Yeah, you've got to be. Twice as assertive in these mm. meetings, you know. Mm. Uh, and
0: it was a violent society anyway, right? Life was cheap then, yes and, and they had to keep their cover. That was the other thing. They weren't yeah. getting, you know, any special dispensation for being women because
1: people didn't know they were women. There's another character who turns up here, uh, um, Pierre the Pansy Pirate. <laughs> oh come on! <laughs> this is all wrong. not
0: making this There's up.
1: Pierre the Pansy Pirate. <know> he's a he had a coffee shop he was a dressmaker
0: he was he was an out gay pirate um this is uh, amazing why is that that's what there should be
1: disney films about Pierre the pansy pirate lesbian pirates and pierre the pansy pirate
0: um
1: this musical is going to be a hit i'm telling you (laughs) (laughs) Um, and top of act two pierre the pansy pirate enters i tell you what rupaul is gonna love this (laughs) (laughs) so the two of them uh it was Anne and Pierre, the Pansy Pirate. They got the covered their deck and the sails and themselves with blood mm. stolen from a turtle farm. They stole a load of turtles and right. uh, got one of Pierre's tailor's dummies from his dress shop, um, yeah. covered it in blood, and Anne stood on the, uh, the bow uh, mm. with an axe covered in this blood and they sailed up to a French ship. And they were like, what the hell is that? And the French people all ran, horrified, abandoned their oh, yeah. ship rather than face Anne with her blood-dripping axe. She's well, covered in head-to-toe in blood. To
0: be fair, all they can see is a body and a crazed madwoman, both covered in blood. I think I'd probably leg it as well.
1: <laughs> well, I think it shows a certain lack of character from the French, if you don't mind me saying <laughs> oh, I think a British a British ship would have stood and faced the turtle blood. <laughs> um, so, yeah, yeah, so that's just one of the sort of uh, things they got to. Now, this, blood, this this turtle farm where she got, this is all very complex. Yeah. The turtle farm was her ex-husband's. It was Jack Bonnie's turtle so, farm.
0: So, James Bonnie, who she was originally married to before sorry, yes, she was yes. with Calico Jack.
1: Yes. Now he turned up yeah. he's going, hang on, that's my wife. Oh, because he's a privateer, right? He's yeah.
0: an informer, so he's...
1: Yeah, and he goes. God, right. hang
0: on a minute! I know that woman.
1: Exactly, I'm never, never, she always she's doing that turtle blood thing. She's always doing that. It was annoying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she nicked
0: my turtle blood again.
1: <laughs> so he wants his property back inverted commas of his wife. Uh, so he captures her and um, goes to the governor, and she's tied up and naked, weirdly. Uh, and it says, uh, "I want div- I'm going to sell my wife to the highest bidder, and this will be divorced by sale." And so right. The, the so that's agreed. his way of getting rid of her. Yeah, but she is uh, uh, she's described as angry as a hellcat. Well, you and would be, wouldn't you? you? <laughs> you someone would... tried to sell you. Uh, why does she mind? <laughs> Who yeah. tied up yeah. naked and tried to be sold to the hospital, and she was cross. So there we go. But so they couldn't Bloody find women. a buyer. They couldn't find a buyer for her because she was so angry and defiant. Uh, about it
0: these. is like she's <laughs> <laughs> described as a a hellcat. It's like the cat in the. The last cat in the animal shelter, no one wants.
1: Exactly. So of course not, um, because
0: it's going mad and scratching everything.
1: So the governor said, well, no, there's no buyers. I demand that she returns to her marriage to James. Marriage mm. guidance, very primitive at this point, of course. And
0: presumably she wasn't asked if she wanted to return I, to her marriage so. to don't... James. No.
1: Anne, how do you feel about what uh, James has said here? <laughs>
0: <laughs> You're quite happy to go back and live with this man that's just tried to so sell, sell you, I, aren't you? So yes,
1: so she uh, instead wanted to seek her revenge, she wanted to kill the governor, uh, and I think probably mm. James as well, she was dissuaded by Mary she thought that's not going to help us, uh, but yeah. they burnt down James the Turtle Farm instead
0: I, I know, I know this is me in my 21st century yep. sort of brain, but all I can think about is what did the turtles do
1: to deserve they, that? To the water is all I'm thinking, I'm seeing all these, t- these turtles saying let's get Let's run down to the water, that's the end. Yeah, movie. they all
0: escaped, John, and they were fine and no turtles happy. were harmed. Yeah. The Disney film, that's right. No turtles
1: it? will be harmed in the making of this movie. Okay, good. Or this podcast. Just
0: just checking. <laughs> so in this area at the time, like we talk about pirates of the yeah. Caribbean. Yeah. There yeah. were what two, three thousand pirates in the area at the time. Quite a lot, isn't it? And out of those two, three thousand, these are the only two recorded women pirates at this point. There were other women pirates in history, right?
1: Yeah, you know, because Anne started to be openly a woman now. She became quite famous. Yeah. So there were Mary one... still wasn't, was she? She I was I think still... she was, no, no. No. But there were wanted posters, you know, all over the Caribbean. Uh, Calico Jack and Anne Bonnie you know drawings of them. And it's the Bonnie and Bonnie Clyde.
0: Bonnie and Clyde, yeah. They
1: were. And of course <laughs> yeah. the legend grew that she was more deadlier than the male and all that stuff. You
0: know, they picked yeah. up. I like her. <laughs> a, you know, stabby young maids yeah uh, That's puberty, That's but... 13,
1: it's always a difficult age. Yes, right. <laughs> so Mary uh, was on their crew, but she was still disguised as a man, we think, probably. It might have been mm. only when she attacked ships that... Um... Uh, she was disguised as a man, but anyway. Yeah, you
0: probably. I imagine when she was just relaxing with people that knew she was a woman, you'd you know, it's it's uncomfortable having to be bound up and dressed as a man all the time. It's, I imagine.
1: You imagine you let you're it all like, hang out saying, a bit. You sound like you're talking from experience now. <laughs> yeah, well, this is how you broke into the comedy world—a very male-dominated That's right. world. <laughs> I was Johnny Vegas for fifteen years. I remember, I, mean... I remember. You look a lot better now. Thanks, mate. Um, no, um, the legend is that Anne thought Mary was a man on her ship, and she took a bit of a liking. She started to fancy this mm. bloke, and she tried to seduce Mark, as she yeah. called him. This is a and black... Calico
0: Jack had spotted, hadn't he, that Anne yeah, was, he was giving him the eye. He wasn't happy about it. <laughs> this is a
1: Blackadder plot, if ever I heard of one. Um, <laughs>
0: this, but... All this does make me think of it. It's the Bob
1: storyline um, in Blackadder, know, isn't Bob, it? We'll Bob will have a bit of a wrestle and a bit of a fight. In that. <laughs> Once again, uh, Mark stroke Mary reveals herself as a woman, as she had done in the Netherlands. Got her tits out. She bared her breasts, it says. Um, could have been man boobs. Could Who have knows? been. But uh, the story is, they got straight down to it and they became lovers. That's where, in the Mm. Defoe book or the Captain Johnson book or whatever, it says they became lovers. Best friends, maybe? Lovers? Yeah. I mean, maybe the book written by a man, you know, it's too tempting to say that these good female friends. Who knows,
0: John? I mean, if if Anne had fallen in love with Mary when she was Mark, Mm -hmm. but. As she came out as Mary, maybe she's like, well, I fell in love with this person, regardless of their gender, John. Maybe Absolutely. she was just very much ahead of her time. Yeah. And, you know, person's a person, isn't it? Yeah.
1: Well, that's, I think, what, you know, it's partly what this shows us, that that, that gender is mm. fluid and that uh, yeah. uh, they um, have been brought up dressed as boys and live life to the full back then, which most women couldn't do because they'd had this opportunity to be as... As free as the outlaw males sailing the Caribbean. But of course, eventually it was going to catch up with them. And in uh, November 1720, a pirate hunter in the Caribbean caught their crew by disguise off Jamaica. The men all ran off Angela. Mm. Too drunk to fight, apparently. I mean, they'd all been drinking rum all night.
0: Yeah. Well, they went and hid in the hold, didn't they? Basically, went down below
1: and cowered. But they, no, but the the men, yeah, some of the men went downstairs. But Mary and Anne returned fire for a whole hour, holding out. Did Mary Uh, kill a couple of them? I think she did. I think she killed one injured one, I think it was. And eventually, but the women were forced to surrender. Mm. Mary was so cross with Calico Jack that she shot and injured him for drunkenly hiding down below. That's the domestic tiff, isn't it? Well... You you bloody... You're my husband pirate. If you don't fight the privateers, I'm going to shoot you with this pistol.
0: Well, to be fair, they did leave the two women up there fighting off while they just cowered. They were having a drink. You know. It was
1: boys. It's boys' time. They were playing Pokemon. <laughs> oh, fair enough. I'd take it back. <laughs> but they were all caught and uh, taken to Jamaica, and they were sentenced to hang for piracy, including oh. Bonnie and Reed.
0: But they had a little bit of a get-out clause, didn't they, <laughs> for oh, well, Bonnie that's right. and Reed? Because it turned out both of them at that time uh, were pregnant.
1: They pleaded the belly. They, they pleaded
0: the belly. Year. Yes, they yeah. got off a uh, uh, hanging. And were sent to yep. prison instead, which I think also shows that the shenanigans on board were quite fluid quite easy, as well. Quite fluid, you know, yeah. Quite it easy come, were, easy go. What were
1: Bonnie's last words? So to Bonnie's Jack? last
0: words to Captain Jack, her husband, were: "Had you fought like a man, you did not have been hanged like a dog." So what a little oh, little knife
1: love you in the end
0: love you bye-bye see <laughs> bye. you in the afterlife bye
1: <laughs> so uh, yeah that was their little text message to uh, jack and uh three hearts and a kiss emoji kiss <laughs> poor mary reed died in prison of a fever pregnant but uh anne bonnie lived on probably until 1733 there is a record of a death of an anne bonnie in the caribbean at 1733 mm. another theory is that she went back to her dad in the carolinas gave up she gave up being a lesbian pirate yeah yeah did a bit of consultancy <laughs> for other lesbian pirates. <laughs> <laughs> One thing I read when I was reading about all this, and I thought it's quite an interesting theory. Mm. It was that we're talking about, you know, being outlaws. Is that running away to become a pirate was the 18th century equivalent of moving to San Francisco? I really like uh, this theory. Yeah, I think there might be something in it because yeah. if there the, the, the seems to have been a sort of significant gay subculture in the pirate community, mm. and so to flee to Nassau was the only place you could go if your homosexuality had been discovered, and then you, you know, you were forced to live outside the law anyway. So raiding other ships and, and then tidying them up a bit and buying some scatter cushions. John no was just barrel. <laughs> come on.
0: 21st so, century, but,
1: John. But maybe <laughs> loads of our most famous pirates in history were actually gay and forced into the pirate lifestyle because of their exclusion from mainstream society. Yeah. It, that's it an makes theory? sense,
0: doesn't it? it I does. Mean, who knows if that's a theory that sort of feels quite neat now to imprint onto that time. But it does make sense that there's a reason why these people all ran to one place
1: And it sounds like sex was pretty easy come, easy go, doesn't it? Yeah. Everyone's getting pregnant and having running off, with you know. So, I mean, this theory that I read was from a gay writer. And you know what gay people are like. They're always like, everyone's gay. Everyone you mention, they always go, he's gay. Blackbeard, oh, he's one. Captain (laughs) Kidd, he's gay. It's true. Gay people always tell everyone's gay. I
0: I just want want the listeners to know that myself and Spike are shaking our heads right now, as John O'Farrell's saying this. So we don't know, John. I know that you are married to the idea of... Anne and Mary being lovers, but we don't know for sure. Um, yeah. But, you know, now that we've called the podcast Lesbian Pirates and that's out there, they must have been. They must have been. We've called um, it Lesbian
1: Pirates. That's, it's on the title of the podcast.
0: Yeah. Um, they both yeah. married. They both got pregnant. No, we don't know how willing they were in that as you never really did at that time. And the suggestion they were lovers was alluded to in that almost contemporary book of the time that may or may not have been written by Daniel
1: Defoe. They were lesbian pirates. Come okay, John. On. The legend lives on. They were the subject of a play at the Vic Theatre in the late 70s. Mm-hmm. I think they feature in Assassin's Creed and there's a TV show called Black Flag, I think, on, on, on one of these, Netflix or something. And uh, there's probably a hundred other people out there writing musicals about them at the moment um, and ideas for Netflix or another vehicle for Kira Knightley. Thank you for entertaining us, uh, Anne Bonnie, and Mary Reed. You live life to the full. You live your lives like candles in the wind. <laughs> <laughs> um, the whole world of piracy is um, uh, a very interesting sort of one. and It's weird how it's sort of this romantic notion. And really, they are cutthroat bandits, but maybe forced out of society by who knows what. So I read a book, John, called She-Captains by Joan Druitt. And oh, it's wow, yes,
0: good. Heroines and hellions of the sea. And there's a chapter on Anne Bonny and Mary Read, but there's lots of other... Um, sort of female seafarers in there. So it's yeah. a
1: book. I read a bit of the original Daniel Faux book, Sure, I always like to get the old books out of the library. Uh, <laughs> it's interesting there's not been one major thing about the two of them. I mean, the, 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 your book, you just decided to decide. You'd think mm. that it would have been already developed. But we've got the sculpture coming. Maybe when they stick the sculpture up... down not in Devon. Devon. <laughs> that, not in Devon. Maybe that'll inspire somebody to make these two women stars of a film.
0: I know what sort of film you want them to be stars
1: of, John. <laughs> Maybe... <laughs> Maybe there's something on Pornhub. Who knows?
0: <laughs> but
1: um, for now, wave goodbyes to the lesbian pirates, uh, and um, we'll be back with something equally as highbrow <laughs> and serious next week.
0: We will. On we are history. Don't forget to tweet us. Uh, what's the Twitter address, John? Uh, we are History Pod. Well done.
1: <laughs> I've only got it wrong about a hundred times.
0: <laughs> At We Are History Pod, uh, give us a rating on the old um, iTunes. If you listen to us on iTunes, that would be nice. We've had some nice reviews on there lately. Good, you had good. it's yes, nice. So, thank you for those.
1: That's and, the only feedback we get, you know, guys. We yeah,
0: don't... and we're very needy
1: so We're
0: please do that and um, Five stars, we speak. will see you next time thanks to Spike our producer as always and uh Thank you, Spike. We'll see you he's wearing you next a bit week. of a pirate hat
1: actually on this Zoom call isn't he he's he is a little bit, bit woody, yeah woody he's pirate. looking a bit piratey Ha-ha. look at that Robert <laughs> Newton was the actor Robert Newton ha ha
0: oh that was it yeah the that was Dorset actor that means we yeah. all speak pirate in a West Country accent now. lovely <laughs> we'll <laughs> see you next week see ya bye bye, bye.